The National Hurricane Center is testing a new graphic for future storms, an improvement on the current cone of uncertainty we're used to seeing on the maps. Dr. Laura Myers, who studies storm risk perception at the University of Alabama, is joining us on Drive Time. Doctor, thanks for being with us. So what's wrong with the current cone that we see uh, usually ahead of hurricanes? Well, the cone uh, has a center line in it, and recently they have narrowed the cone of uncertainty to really try to depict the path of the storm. And the issue is the public assumes that the impacts are within the cone and along the line, the center line within the cone, when in fact the impacts can be outside those. And the biggest change is going to be about the rapidly intensifying hurricanes bring these winds inland and they bring the um, rainfall rates inland. And so this new cone is going to depict those other impacts and try to help explain to the public just all the different types of impacts they might see inside and outside the cone. Okay, so the maps and the forecast will still have a cone. It'll just have a lot more detail within that cone. That's right. Okay, so things like... Uh, rainfall totals, uh, winds outside the cone, that sort of thing? That's correct, because as those rainfall rates start moving inland, uh, the public doesn't really understand that that can create inland flooding. They don't understand that those winds can be as strong as they are as they come across the coastline. And so that cone is now going to depict how far inland those kind of impacts can be. How badly is this new graphic and new you know, map technology needed? It's been needed for a long time, and the National Hurricane Center has been working for a long time to develop this and react to the response of the public to the information. So we've been able, through research, to show how the public perceives it, and so they've been working with the technology to, to really refine the cone and include these uh, complexities that are within a, a hurricane path. And it's also the technology. The technology now allows them to be able to de depict that much information. When you say you were studying how the public perceives it, it sounds like uh, the public wasn't getting it, wasn't getting the full picture or, or understanding it. It was really a matter of understanding. The weather enterprise, the broadcast meteorologists and the National Weather Service and the Hurricane Center were doing a lot to explain it. And so this is going to be a, a reduction in the need to explain as much. And this will help the public because the public's not always there when that detailed information is coming out. And so now the cone, the, the forecast, the graphics will have much more information that they can really tap into whenever they need to. I do have to ask, though, Doctor, it's pretty tricky just to predict where a hurricane will make landfall. A lot of times forecasters get that wrong. So will they be able to pinpoint how much rain and wind that inland areas will get? They will, um, because they've been doing a really good job of it. When you look at the path of the tone in recent events, they've been right on target. And that's the refinement in the science. That's the refinement in the technology to be able to allow them to do that. And so it's gotten better. The public is now seeing that one of the things that's really helpful is to, for the public to hear afterwards how well the cone did in predicting where the path of the hurricane was and where those impacts actually turned out to be. So when might we start seeing these new graphics? Later on in this uh, upcoming season? Yeah, they'll start to roll these out um, with any new product. They roll them out gradually and, and work through that process. So we'll start to see them gradually this season. 
You study storm risk perception. Have Americans gotten any better at heeding the warnings? It seems like every hurricane there are plenty of people who refuse to evacuate. Yes, they have gotten better at it, um, primarily because the weather enterprise has worked so hard as trusted sources to get the information out about preparedness. And so they focus on different aspects of preparedness, and there's been major improvements in that. But we're still revealing problems in that, gaps in that, such as people who decide they're going to stay regardless of how strong these storms are now. These storms are now rapidly intensifying. And so there's a lot of education going on trying to get the public to understand they're not going to be able to wait it out. They're not going to be able to wait to the last minute, and they may not be able to survive it. So they're coming up with new calls to action, new information to help the public understand that even inland, they may not be safe because of these inland floods. New calls to action. What might those be? Uh, One of those is looking at vertical evacuation. If people wait too long um, and they try to leave too late, they may get caught in the floodwaters, the storm surges they try to get out. So a new call to action can be a vertical evacuation, get to your nearest high rise and get up as far as you can in that high rise. But that's only for last minute situations. They'd still rather everybody get out of the way, but there are a lot of reasons people don't. And so if at the last minute they could do that and they knew where to go, they knew how to get to a a high rise and could get into that high rise and get up and out of the way, we could reduce the drownings and the cars being flooded out. Interesting. Dr. Laura Myers at the University of Alabama. Interesting stuff. Thanks for joining us, Doc.